today on the Marvel Cinematic Universe podcast. WandaVision's delayed. It's not delayed. It is delayed. It's not delayed. It might be delayed. Everything's delayed right now. Uh, Bridger Walker, a six-year-old boy, gets praise from all of the Avengers for being a real-life hero for his sister. It's such a sweet story. All that, rather than we have no control over. Welcome to the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast. My name is Matthew Carroll. And I'm Jeff Randall. Jeff, first thing first... Before we do anything else, we want to thank our June patrons. Um, we for for we for a lot of reasons we had a couple crazy records this month, and I always like at the beginning of the month to thank our new patron pledges. And so let me thank our June patron pledges. Uh, we have Zach D. Alston, Lane Middleton, Connor Cook, Yeti, love it, uh, Devin Burgess. <laughs> Robert Ward, Thomas McNeil, and Alyssa Haynes are all either new or upgrading um, patrons for the month of June, and uh, we always try to give a th- do a thanks at the beginning of the month, and this month we didn't do that, so I want to go back and say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're sorry. <laughs> and, we're, and we're sorry it took us a couple weeks to get to it. It, it really, like you guys' support has meant the world to me lately, um, like in a very, very tangible way. Uh, I am you're keeping Matt fed. Yeah. Like legitimately, um, because of the increased support over here, the weirdly, the podcast has become like, because of the increased support of the patrons and because of my lack of work, weirdly, the podcast is now a part of my income. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> probably more percentage of my income than I would like to realize. Uh, it, well, because I'm most weeks I'm not working. So, uh, and with the, with the way the pandemic's going, it's, I don't know that I'm going to go back to work really the way I used to. So, um, or this year, yeah. So I'm going to be doing a lot of, I'm trying to make music and podcasts and see if I can actually make money that way. And because of you guys, I've been able to make a small amount of money from this show every month. And that has, uh, like hugely helped me. So thank you very much. All of you guys and all the guys from the last few months and all the guys who've been patrons for years now. Some patrons have been with us like almost, I think it's three years now where we just hit three years. Did we? Yeah. Three years of some, some patrons have been in since the beginning. Uh, I think Nathaniel Muzzy was the first. I feel like we should have sent out so much more swag by now. <laughs> well, we're about to send out our last of this big first next big series. Um, okay. So, oh yeah, we're we're closing the Infinity Saga. Yeah, that's right. We 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 we've been making these glasses with a different stone on a different color, uh, legally nondescript stone on on one side <laughs> that just happened to line up with certain colors. So when you collect them all, you've got all the, you know, certain stones that might or might not be related to Marvel, and then uh, <laughs> our logo on the other side. So yeah. Uh, if you want to get in on that, it's the last last one to do it. We're about to finish the series. So thank you guys again, uh, all you patrons. I really, really appreciate you. Um, okay, and the shirt winner. We we have been running... First off, uh, Pandavision, our new show, has hit number 36 on the Apple iTunes charts. Number 36 for after shows. In the shows. US? In the for US after shows? for after shows. 
Like that's crazy. That's really that's the highest we've ever hit on any chart. So like even the MCU cast has ever hit on any chart. So um, thank you guys. That's freaking awesome. And that is because all of you guys went and subscribed. Um, I subscribed and you reviewed it. Reviewing it is huge. And so as we've mentioned, we're giving away shirts for people who review it. Um, uh, we're giving away a shirt every couple weeks and our shirt winner for this week is podcat junkie STL. So podcat junkie STL left a very kind five star review on Pandavision and, uh, that is uh, because of all you guys doing that. We hit 36. That's crazy. So if you guys can do more this week, we will continue to give away shirts over the next few weeks. So go subscribe. Check out the show. We're really proud of it. We're watching the boys right now, and we're about to start um, doing Umbrella Academy. So basically, it's going to be our home for shows that don't fit into universes. So if you haven't heard us talk about it yet, that's Pandavision. Check it out. Um yeah. It sounds like WandaVision, which is our main thing in the feed this week. <laughs> That's the main <laughs> That's, thing in the news is WandaVision. That has been the main thing. And it's it's kind of crazy because it's been back and forth. Like, you know, people are saying that it's delayed and then other other articles are saying it's not delayed and deadline misprinted or. Yeah. Uh, Something well, along Screen those lines. Rant, Screen Rant had an article that was the thing that was causing me confusion because it was like, uh, WandaVision has been delayed until 2021, is what the, the headline of the article says. Then other articles say uh, WandaVision has not been delayed and it is maintaining its release date of December. And I was like, yeah. what is going on? So I finally went and read, read the articles. And Screen Rant's article... Which is Screen Rant's a good source normally. Um, sometimes, sometimes, but the sort like when you look at it, it's so dumb. It says Wandavision has been delayed, and then it says update in parentheses. And so when I click on it, I read the update. The update is Wandavision has not been delayed. <laughs> this article is wrong. Like it's basically that's that's what the thing is. It's just like by the way, this headline is not true like that's what that's what the article says yeah well if they put that in the title you're not going to click on it that's because you're going to be like oh i'm not going to read this article because it's wrong stop making me mad jeff i'm sorry stop making me mad <laughs> <laughs> yeah no you're right you're absolutely right yeah i'm sorry it's it's that's news for you. It all sucks. It, it is like news. News these days just sucks. <laughs> just in general. <laughs> yeah. But you know what doesn't suck? What's that? Real life heroes. Yeah, dude. Tell us about this real life hero. You, you guys heard about this? Oh yeah. No one can answer me. <laughs> <laughs> oh Matt, you're the hero. <laughs> it's been you the whole time. Oh. <laughs> Uh, but no, this this kid, the six year old kid, Bridger Walker, uh, jumped in between a dog and his four year old sister to defend her during a dog attack. And it ended up with him getting like over 90 stitches. And, you know, he had to go through a couple hours of surgery. He's got all kinds of bruises and scrapes and cuts and stuff. And like this kid saved his sister. And uh, he's been cited as saying, like, if someone was going to die i thought it should be me like this Aww. is a kid this is a kid that's laying it down he's laying himself down on the wire to let the other guy crawl over him you know in mm. a very captain america way and chris evans himself sent a video to bridger telling him how 
absolutely brave and amazing he is uh, and promised him that he's going to track his address down and send him an authentic Captain America shield. That's awesome. It's so good. And then... Yeah, and the uh, video, guys. Watch the video. Like, find... Seek out the video that... Um, they have a video of Bridger Watcher, Bridger Walker receiving uh, the the video from Chris Evans. And it is just Chris Evans being at his most Captain America and, like, telling him, you know, like you did the right thing. It's because of kids like you, you know, that, uh, yeah, kids like you make the world work. Like it just, it's just really, really a sweet thing. And it made me feel great because I often think about like where we get our morality and in this world where, you know, religion is, uh, religion is not as uh, high as it used to be. And like people are, people have all kinds of different value systems and we're all trying to deal with these. It like really is encouraging me that like the, you know, the Stan Lee, like, model of morality that, like, and the Marvel model of morality is actually making a difference in these kids' lives. Because even if, you know, I'm not saying that, like, this kid thought of um, Captain America when he jumped in front of his sister, you know? But, like, these heroes, you know, these actors who play heroes are getting on the internet and, like, encouraging people and being like, this kid... Watch this kid. This kid is doing life yeah. the way we're supposed to do life. Like, this is the kind of stuff we should be doing for one another. And it's really touching. It really is. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, Chris Evans is not the only one. Um, Tom Holland jumped on and got on a call with him and invited him to the, the set of Spider-Man 3. He said, you'll always be welcome as my guest uh, when we're shooting. And the kid was the kid was wearing his Spider-Man pajamas and was just completely like awestruck, starstruck at Tom Holland being on the phone with him. <laughs> and it was so cute. And then Artie J sends him a message. And he's like, he's in full Tony, like he's in full Tony mode. He's like, I heard that Cap's going to send you a shield. Well, I got something better for you. Call me on your birthday. I've got a, I've got a better present for you for your birthday. And he's like, and that's a promise. And a promise is better than a shield. (laughs) Oh man. It's so funny that like they're trying, it's like, it's like divorced parents fighting over the kid, you know, like who gives better gifts for Christmas. Yeah, dude, totally. They're just exactly what it's like. They're trying to out hero each other. And I I love it. I'm here for it, man. It's awesome. Yep. Yep. And it's, it's so like it, the kid's story is touching by itself, but then when these guys who portray heroes and, you know, to the, to the six-year-old, they are those heroes. Yeah. You know, that is Captain America. That is Spider-Man, even if he's got a, a British accent. That is mm-hmm. Tony Stark. Like, mm-hmm. that's Iron Man. These are all his heroes talking to him and telling him how great he is. Like, this kid's never going to... He's never going to have... A, a life that's the same that as you know as it was before yeah he will always and forever be able to be like i was the kid that the the avengers got behind well and and the thing is he really did put himself on the line here the kid got like 90 something stitches in his face yeah you can see his face is very yeah he's hurting 
very very damaged he's really hurt and and the fact that the I don't know, it's making me it making me choke up this kid who's hurting so bad who did this things for his sister the, these actors who play the heroes we love are stepping up and like making making him feel special and encouraging him and making sure he knows he did the right thing like that just it's just awesome man it's just a cool story yeah I agree stop crying Matt sorry. We have a show to do. All right. Well, uh, I think it's about time we dive into some feedback, uh, see what's going on out there in the world of the listeners. All right. So first up, we got Ben Cockrell. Hey, guys, I've pretty much mapped out what food all the Avengers would be in my head after that cast. And another thought came up in my mind. If the Avengers slash villains were songs, what would they be? For example, I would pick Tony to be Iron Man and Peter Parker to be Another One Bites the Dust. (gasps) Too soon? (laughs) (laughs) What song would y'all pick to best describe the great characters? Loving the podcast and Trivia Nights. Thanks. Hey, thanks, man. Thanks for coming to Trivia Nights. Woo! Um, Yeah, what song would the Avengers be? Another One Bites the Dust is a horrible, horrible, rude answer. Um, (laughs) that applies to at least half of the universe yeah but it's just most heartbreaking so that's that's what i think i just i think i only responded to ben by saying rude (laughs) i probably i probably came off seemingly pissed off i just thought it was funny um okay so let's see we got we got uh we got we got a hawkeye uh we got um we got the 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 heroes all the heroes We, uh, you know, we got, we got heroes. We got heroes for days. Mm, man, this is, I, I really should have prepped for this. You know, like I, I always throw these things in the, in the feed and then I don't really think on them too much. <laughs> I just copy and paste, man. That's what I do. It's my job. Just the copy and pasting takes like two and a half hours just to get all the stuff together. So, you know, to sort out all this stuff. So I don't always have time to think about every song. Um, let's see. Um, Black Panther gets King of the Road. <laughs> okay. It's just the first song I thought with King in, in the title. Oh. King of the right. Road. <laughs> oh, I just can't wait to be king. <laughs> <laughs> Yours wins. Yours wins. Black Panther uh. gets I Just Can't Wait to Be King from The Lion King. <laughs> 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 not like this man uh, not like this <laughs> nope sorry that one's that one's sold i'm sold on that one. Uh, oh man that's good oh man okay uh widow is free fallen oh no guys oh, no. <laughs> not like this not like this <laughs> why why you gotta only i got a victory and then an oh no yeah. <laughs> back to back yeah well, well but but you, you already did it so i was so we're, we're keeping it <laughs> <laughs> free falling uh okay sure <sighs> so rude um Tony oh, Cap is wanted dead or alive. Mm, I, uh, Tony just needs something good and snappy, you know? <laughs> he's he's a 20-minute jazz odyssey. <laughs> uh, I was just trying to reference the way he died. Oh, I get you. Yeah. So getting something good and snappy. Huh? You know, something something with a lot of energy. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. Jazz Odyssey could be good. Jazz Odyssey. Um 
I mean, or anything by Great White. Ben, ben, ben said Iron Man, and I feel like that's it's a bit on the nose. Yeah, sure, absolutely, but I feel like it, you know you can't get away from it though. It's it's right there. It is. I mean, it's made for him. It's true. Hell, it's it's in the ending credits. I feel like Captain America has to be something pretty cheesy. See, I was thinking Wanted Dead or Alive because on a steel horse he rides. Mm, it's true. He's a, a fugitive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like it. I like it. <laughs> what about uh, what about Winter Soldier? Mm. Did the fugitive, the old TV show, have a theme song? It wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Anyway, that's way too old mm. of a reference, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, probably. Oh, um, oh God. So he's not under he's not under control anymore. Uh, he's his own man. He's a he's a real boy. He has no there you, no strings on me. Ain't no strings on me. That's the one. Okay, from Pinocchio. It could be good. Ultron Ultron already kind of has that one though. Oh, Ultron did do that. Yeah, Ultron has that one. But you know, yeah, that's, that's we're talking about which Avengers. So yeah, sure. No strings on me. I like that you got two Disney songs in there. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it's good. It's good. Uh, who are we missing? Doctor Strange. <laughs> It's got to be something trippy, like something 60s, something psychedelic. He's just the entire, the, uh, the album, The Wall. <laughs> just an entire Pink Floyd album. Sure. Yep. Sure. Yep. That works. The Wall. <laughs> uh, and Falcon gets Tambourine Man. And we're done. <laughs> <laughs> all right I, what i like about this is is i like i knew we wouldn't come up with the best stuff like like in this no, yeah. in the moment we're not coming up with we're not going to come up with the best most but amazing we're sparking the conversation yeah. that's going to last months yep exactly so you guys if you have any songs that you want to throw out as the song that represents you're going to anyway so we're gonna Avenger. go ahead and invite it yeah yeah i like it <laughs> It's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Like maybe we'll make maybe we'll make a Spotify playlist or something of like oh man of, yes. the, of the winning the winning songs. Yeah, or you can do uh, covers of all of them and play them. That's true. I could do play that. them before trivia. Yeah, every week. Yeah, every week, just over and over. No Same. more requests. Here's these. <laughs> you you take what you get. <laughs> but you played it last week and the week before and the week before. And the six weeks before. And Iron Man's my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) I am Iron Man. It's going to be really weird to hear that on your acoustic guitar. Mm -hmm. It's not going to come through the same way. (laughs) (laughs) It's going to be a little bit of a riff on it. (laughs) Uh, John Hyde says, just rewatched Age of Ultron and is actually Nick Fury when he talks about the Nexus. He pulls apart his sandwich from corner to corner, making it diagonal. One more thing. Helen Cho does live. You uh, you see her walking around in the new Avengers facility shot. Okay. Thank you, John Hyde, for answering these very important questions. They were. Yeah, we, we couldn't remember. We, we couldn't remember she lived. And then, uh, which I think we did settle on that she lived. But I, so he's saying that this is Nick Fury because he cut. I forget this. I forget what Sandwich Gate was about. Well, Nick Fury <laughs> says that he 
doesn't like his sandwiches cut corner to corner, right? I don't know. He says he cannot eat them if they're right. cut corner to corner. But then he cuts it corner to corner is what right. John Hyde is saying. We said we couldn't figure see it. Like we watched that scene. We He's saying he saw it. I, I don't know. I don't know, John. I trust you, but you know, trust but verify. <laughs> and I, I, I trust you, I feel but like, I haven't verified. I feel like we looked pretty hard and we didn't see him actually do it. I don't feel like we actually looked that hard. Okay. I feel like we I, did. I mean, we, we, we were literally we on the podcast. While talking about it. We run for 20 minutes going back and forth in that scene. We could never like definitively say it was a corner, but pulls <laughs> apart his sandwich from the corner to corner. Interesting. To, please stop me from going back to Disney Plus right now. I feel like we should probably keep moving. Fat Thor abides. All right. Yeah. Who, who, who is that? <laughs> um, I think that's the, the name. Oh, okay. It's Fat Thor abides. I like it. And I'm, I'm totally on board. Yeah. So I've been watching Marvel shows I missed or just never got around to over the years and supplementing it with the podcast for the episodes. Sad I missed out on this while they were airing, but a great way to kill some hours mid-pandemic. Thanks for everything. Hail Hydrate. <laughs> Hail Hydrate. Hail Hydrate. I'm going to do it. <sighs> That's what, uh, for those of you who have, who have missed out on all the, uh, all the fun at the... Uh, on trivia night, hail hydrate is what what we, one of the things people can tell us to do by spending points, and we we drink water. <laughs> it sounds it sounds less fun than it is. I feel like. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Uh, you know, they spend a little bit of points. They remind us to drink water and stay hydrated. And I changed the name of it to Hail Hydrate because it just makes sense. Yeah. And I made an, an emoji, a custom emoji based on it. With the Stranded Panda logo, or with the Stranded Panda Hydra logo, and a water bottle attached to it. Like, it's great. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I feel, like, I feel like even describing it that way, it sounds kind of lame, but it's a lot of fun, you guys. Come check out Trivia. <laughs> <laughs> Come drink water with us. It <laughs> 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 sounds like the most boring thing ever. Oh, <laughs> potentially also dangerous <laughs> come get water poisoning as we spend all of our points on the hydrate oh man all it's right. better than the ones where they like they spend the points to tell me to do an accent for an hour or a minute i think it's one minute <laughs> it's one minute and they're always like here lately it's been less uh, an accent and more like a character in a situation it's basically scenes from a hat i am I'm now doing improv in the middle of trivia. You 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 really are. It's pretty funny. I love it because they keep being like this character in this voice in or this character's voice doing this thing, and it's it's been really silly. Been really really yeah. silly. Like uh, what was it? Arnold giving a sex ed talk to sixth graders. <laughs> yes, I think that was one of them. And Ashley played the part of the sixth grader. Mm -mm. Uh, there's things that you're missing if you're not on Twitch. Pan, <laughs> yeah. Stranded Panda After Dark. <laughs> yeah, Stranded Panda After Dark is what we do after. <laughs> it's a silly time. Twitch.tv slash Stranded Panda TV over there if you want to come. Um, come drink water with us. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's our new slogan. 
Stra- our new slogan is <laughs> stranded panda after dark come drink water with us <laughs> it's so bad it just seems so so silly it's so silly i'm gonna put it in the stranded panda chat right this second <laughs> our sponsor for this whole month is audible they have a new a new audible original called The Sandman, based on the DC comic, The Sandman. Um, And we are super pumped with this. So pumped, in fact, we are going to cover it here on the podcast uh, as a way of thanking Audible for supporting the podcast this entire month. So, Audible, you guys are awesome. Please go to audible.com slash The Sandman and you can hear the new audio play. Yeah, it is already there. It is already up and rolling. Just, you know, you've got Audible. If you don't, you need it. Because you got to go listen to The Sandman. Yeah. It's an audio experience, really, based on the best-selling DC graphics novel written by Neil Gaiman. First off, like, check, won it. It's been adapted and directed by Dirk Maggs. It's hailed by the Los Angeles Times Magazine as the greatest epic in the history of comic books. Like, that's reason enough to go and listen to this audio adaptation. It's been decades in the making. It stars James McAvoy in the title role. McAvoy. The man himself, yes. We follow Morpheus the Dream Lord as he's pulled from the dream realm and imprisoned on Earth. When he finally escapes, he must restore his power to rebuild his dominion. And that's just the start of it. Like It's it's featuring a powerhouse ensemble cast. We've got Riz Ahmed, Kat Dennings, Michael Sheen, and more. In your wildest dreams, you've never heard anything like this. Go listen now, only on Audible. You go to audible.com slash the Sandman. Yeah, guys, check it out. Here's a little 30-second preview of what you could, you'll hear uh, on this Audible original. The year was 1916. Roderick Burgess conceived a plan. He would capture death. Capture? You are death. This is him. He's back. The Sandman's a fairy story. He's back, Johnny. Dream of the Endless. Greetings to you, Lucifer Morningstar. Hello, Dream. I have shown him fear <laughs> in a handful of dust. The Sandman, only from Audible, in association with DC. Just close your eyes and listen. All right, guys, I hope you come and join us in checking that out. We'll be dropping that. Uh, We're going to do a review of each of the three stories individually um, over the next couple weeks, and we'll be be doing that. So go go check it out, audible.com slash the Sandman. Ben Delberti says, hey guys, me again, and I was just listening to your Magneto or Doom podcast. The first feedback was a question about Endgame, where they said, why not just go back to where Thanos was on the farm before he used the stones? Apart from the really obvious reasons you point out, that would be a really boring movie, and the movie would end up 45 minutes long. Hope you're doing well until next time. P.S. I completely flipped out when you, repri- when you replied to my other email. Oh, no, no need to flip out. We, 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 we're, we're, we're only human, Ben. <laughs> I am nothing more than a man. <laughs> oh man. No. Yeah. That, that is definitely another, a good point, Ben, that the movie would be short, be 45 minutes or whatever, but like, we don't answer these questions as it, we try not to answer these questions in a meta way. We try to like solve them in universe. <laughs> Because that's what headcanon is. If we just solve it, like why the writers wouldn't do that, that gets, that lets the writers off the hook too easy. <laughs> and, you know, like looking back on it, it was so crazy for them to go to Thanos and 
you know, at the beginning of the movie when we were like, oh my God, this is going to be like, we were debating on whether or not that scene was at the beginning of the movie when they go to see Thanos. And we were like, how's it going to end? Or is everybody going to die right there? Like how, like what's going to happen? Are they imprisoned? Like we never thought that they would actually beat him. We never thought that they were going to win. And then they did. And we, it broke our brains. You mean when they, the beginning, when they, when they beat him? Yeah, when they went to whatever planet yeah. he was on, and Thor cut his head off. Yeah, dude, it would just jump that like five years forward. Like, was the best surprise in theaters. I freaking loved that. Yep, it was awesome. Yep. Was fantastic. Uh, let's see what's next. Marshall Naylor, time traveling to Thanos's retirement plan. <laughs> In response to the email last week about if the Avengers could time travel to Thanos' garden, I think whoever sent that email, sorry, I don't remember who it was, has a great point. Thanos was already weakened. The second step just made him weaker. If they went before he snapped the second time, the fight that we saw at the beginning would have been about 30 seconds long. Also, please don't say that wouldn't have been safer. Safer than what? Creating at least at least seven different alternative timelines? Take <laughs> cap. Take Cap's Bucky's alive. You know now that the Cap from that timeline has heard that. He's going after Bucky. And if Hydra slash Shield slash Hydra gets wind of that, the events of Cap 2 will be very different. Shield would fall differently. Maybe in Hydra's favor. Or maybe it doesn't fall at all. And eventually that one Agents of Shield what if episode happens. And that's just one example. Anyway, I know it sounds like I'm pissing on these things that can be great opportunities, but they're also problems. Thanks, Marshall Naylor. P.S. If you guys want to see me write an email about how Winter Soldier is still the best MCU movie, I know I'm not the only one who thinks that, and how Ant-Man and the Wasp is shit, I'll do it. <laughs> Amen. Yeah, do it. <laughs> and Ant-Man and the Wasp is shit. You know, to each his own. <laughs> I disagree. Yeah, I disagree. I, th- I think Ant-Man and the Wasp is a pretty fun movie. I think uh, Thor the Dark World is shit. <laughs> Ooh. Sorry. You cut I, me deep. I watched it today in preparation for trivia this week, and oh man, it's got its problems. <laughs> it's It's got some issues. It's I got will some say issues. that. Um, anyway, uh, more than I remembered. Like, there are things I remembered I didn't like about it, and then watching it, I'm like, oh yeah, this is bad too. This is also bad. <laughs> I don't like how in Act 2 it just kind of shifts into becoming a heist movie. Mm, in, in in what way? Sorry. And they're all sitting around the table saying, oh. like, how are we going to get out of Asgard? Right. See, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that part. I really did. But I... The thing that... The big thing that I think the movie is bad at is it doesn't give us reasons they do a lot of the things they do. Um, like, I don't know. At the end, when Thor is going it's like we never know what decisions they're making or why they're like we know why they're making them we know what they want to happen but like there's no reason our um like at the end they give him those those uh spears that he uses or those like scientific instruments that he uses as spears to throw into malekith yeah you know and uh yeah. like they never have a conversation about what needs to be done there. They're just like, these things can stop him. And then he like walks in and it felt just like weird. And like, they, you, they never have a conversation of like, this is the thing that needs to happen for us to win this battle. They just kind of 
I don't know. They sort of fake their way through it and I never really know what's going on or like why I like it's a cool visual him like walking through the ether as it's like destroying everything around him. And the final fight sequence is super inventive with all the uh different things going uh <laughs> the reality stone is warping everything and making all these things transfer back and forth, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. Like uh, it, the, it's bringing portals. things from different realms to Midgard and also just moving things around earth too. Yeah. And honestly that kind of felt like it should have been like space stone material, right. but totally whatever. Totally, totally. And I did think the reality stone wasn't used well. And then the, um, the other thing that I feel like they're, they're they, the whole point of that whole sequence is that it, it's completely unpredictable. So it, it removes a lot of choice from our heroes. So like in that final battle sequence, they do things and it's like all everything they do has random effects. <laughs> like even at the very end, like the ship is falling. It's about to fall on Jane and Thor. And you're like, oh, my gosh, how are they going to get away from that big ship? And a portal just sends the ship elsewhere like there's there's so such a lack of agency in that movie and then the, when they are making decisions we don't know what their decisions mean like it's a really poorly poorly plotted last scene yeah it's i mean the 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 pacing is off there's a lot of there's a lot of issues with that movie yeah i will say though the thing i liked i was like to do something positive and i think some of the dialogue is great in that movie Okay. Some really, really just fun lines in that movie, which I won't oh, yeah. say too many of because a bunch of them I'm probably using in trivia tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, that was that was back when Thor was still uh, in his kind of Victorian era, so to speak. Yeah. When he, you know, Shakespeare in the Park kind of Thor. And when I went and rewatched it uh, a couple of weeks ago, I was like, man, I miss this. I miss this guy. Like, I want... I want this well-spoken, eloquent guy to be Thor again. Like, can I have that? Hmm. I I like it. I like the new one more, though. I still feel like he's pretty eloquent and well-spoken. He's just he's just funnier now. Um, I the thing I really miss looking back is like I really miss Odin. Odin is the one who gets most of like the really great epic lines that feel Shakespearean. Yeah. Well, that's also Anthony Hopkins having such gravitas on screen. Oh, for sure. But I just mean like I, I there were a number of lines. I just wrote the entire line down because the line was just like so well, well spoken and well, well said. I, I really yeah. I, like, I really like him in that. And Loki, Loki, too. Like Loki is his son in that way. Um, and that's a lot of fun. Um, yeah. so what, sorry, we were talking here. I, I think uh, responding to Marshall Naylor, we got completely derailed to talk about Thor The Dark World because I watched it today. But um, uh, speaking to Marshall Naylor about, yeah, I, I think that the plan to go after uh, the, uh, the into all these other timelines is dangerous. But it, but the, I guess the question is dangerous to who, which is kind of a shitty way to be a hero. But basically they go and danger a bunch of other timelines so they can save their own which i don't know if they fully understand that they're doing throughout that or not you know yeah i don't think that they they really see the uh the the potential in that uh because it wasn't until they had already gone back and created these branch timelines it wasn't until that was 
in the process of happening, and it got explained to uh, to Doctor Banner that we even knew that that was a possibility. And then in the in the moment, he's like, "Oh yeah, well, we'll just bring him back." Yeah, 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 exactly. I don't think they really understood what they were doing because they definitely were being pretty uh, loosey goosey. <laughs> yeah, loosey goosey with the timelines. Loosey goosey with the timelines. <laughs> Strand a pen after dark. Goosey goosey with the timelines. I don't think that one works as well. Nope. I don't think it works at all, but I like it. <laughs> oh, man. The Surreal Jim Shady says, Hi, guys. Just an update on where I am on my catch-up. I've been doing the Netflix shows in order of release and have just finished Punisher Season 1. I think that's 86 episodes so far. <laughs> Jessica Jones 2 is next. My review so far is that I have enjoyed all the shows, Iron Fist less than others, but I think you should have, or you would have expected that as much. Uh, everything else is great, and I didn't expect to like Punisher as much as I did, but I think he's brilliant in that role. Thanks again for your tips, and we continue on to the end. Excelsior. Excelsior to you. I'm glad you're enjoying your rewatch. I, I, I think those are some of the best things to come out of the MCU. Like, as much as I love the movies, those shows are just so meaningful to me. They're just so much, uh, they're so, so in-depth, you know? Yeah, they're meaty. Mm-hmm. Meaty. Mmm. <laughs> Meat. <laughs> yes. Yeah, speaking of keto. <laughs> mm, yeah. Keto. How's Lots keto of, going? Uh, keto. Uh, there have been times where I'm like, I might die. <laughs> like, just feeling real rough. And then I'm like, oh, wait, it's because I'm dehydrated as hell. Because mm-hmm. uh, I don't have glycogen in my system that's holding on to water for me anymore. And I drink water and I feel better. But my appetite control has been, like, markedly improved with with this new uh, lifestyle. That's great. Love it. There are, there are some impulses that, are, that have been really difficult to deal with, though. Uh, watching other people eat pizza is still really tough. I'm sorry. Um, I'm just going to bring a pizza to trivia tomorrow and just like eat for for that. Popcorn was sat down close to me recently today, actually, and like smelling fresh popped movie theater butter popcorn. Uh, I was like, I might come out of ketosis for this, <laughs> <laughs> but. Things there are things that have helped me through it. Uh, you know, I found some zero net carb bread at Aldi that's stellar, so I can have sandwiches again. Um, I found some keto friendly cereal at Sprouts that's pretty good. Um, it it passes as cereal, so you hey. know, get to have cereal again. Love it. And then uh, the best thing that I've found is uh, by Fat Snacks these keto cookies that are just phenomenal Hmm. like they're not the best cookie i've ever had i've made better cookies i've made cookies that tasted overall better but like for what i for what they can work with these are fantastic you go ahead to send me a link to that brother i'm gonna try them they're at uh they're they've got them at sprouts but i i went on amazon and got a 24 pound or 24 count box Mm -hmm. which is like i'm gonna snack on these for a couple of weeks awesome that and uh, I got a couple of large tubs of um, pork rinds. Ah, uh, like yeah. giant tubs. I, 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 I don't. I just don't feel good when I eat all that 
like the keto thing, uh, it doesn't make me feel good. I do better on low calorie balanced kind of thing. But I know for your situation, that's like what you need. But yeah, I have to avoid carbohydrates and all sugar. Yeah. You know. Yay, the beatus. Anyway. Yay, the beatus. You're you're kicking its butt though, man. I'm I'm proud of you working so hard. Trying. Uh, Leo Burton says maybe in the film the reason why Taskmaster is after Natasha in the film is that he's working with Thunderbolt Ross. Also, she helped Captain America out briefly during Civil War. Also, due to the comic book character, maybe Yelena betrays Natasha in the film and is working with both Thunderbolt Ross and Taskmaster. My thoughts on who the Thunderbolts could include are Emil mm. Blonsky, Abomination. I would love that. He's in custody. We last saw him in The Incredible Hulk. Uh, Yelena Belova, unknown status, gonna see her in Black Widow. Taskmaster, unknown status, gonna see her in Bla- or see him in Black Widow. Uh, Batroc the Leaper, Georges Batroc, currently in custody as of Captain America the Winter Soldier. Justin Hammer. <laughs> In custody as of Iron Man 2. Please bring back Dustin Hammer. Please. Please. If nothing else, for the dancing. Yeah, for sure. Give me more Sam Rockwell dancing. I love Sam Rockwell. Uh, Scorpion, currently in custody as of Spider-Man Homecoming. The Shocker, currently in custody as of Spider-Man Homecoming. And Vulture, currently in custody as of Spider-Man Homecoming. This could also mean that all of the Thunderbolts have already appeared and have been developed, but haven't been used to the best of their ability. Mm. Take a couple of those out and you almost got a Sinister Six there. Almost. Yeah. Almost. Yeah, yeah, you got a Sinister Eight. Uh, but no, I, th- I think that's <laughs> yeah. a... Uh, but he, he, I mean, he, he doesn't mention him, but yeah, obviously Thunderbolt Ross would also, also be... He mentions it up top, but yeah, would also be probably as Red Hulk in that too, right? Uh, I mean, he was a part of it at one point, but like having him create the team and kind of be the, you know, the, the benefactor and kind of the de facto leader mm-hmm. and then, you know, subsequently give himself powers would be great on Ooh. screen. I could see a Thunderbolts movie where like they, he creates the team and then he gets the Red Hulk, uh, uh you know, he, he becomes Red Hulk uh, maybe he's experimenting with giving them all all his team extra powers or something, and he uses it on himself, becomes Red Hulk, and then like they have to fight him. That could be fun. Ooh, like a like like almost like a Suicide Squad, but you know, done done better. Uh, Tim Roth coming back as Abomination and like getting to play in like a Suicide Squad type movie would would be my dream. I love him. I would watch the shit out of that. Yeah. Me too. And him playing off Sam Rockwell. Oh my gosh. Actually, they're in a movie together and they're great. I just remembered. Uh, Mr. Wrong, I think is the name of the movie. Never uh, heard of it. I know. It, it, like, I'm really surprised. It. Uh, no, Mr. Wrong is not it. Um, it's Sam Rockwell and uh, Anna Kendrick, of all, of all people. Uh, and it's one of them. It's my favorite genre of movie. Do you know my favorite genre of movie? Have we? I know I've told you before. Um, time travel. That's right. Hitman romantic comedies. Oh. My favorite genre of movie, and it's a hitman romantic <laughs> comedy uh, called Mister Right, and it's Anna Kendrick and uh, Sam Rockwell, and they're 
like it's kind of a superhero movie kind of it's like they, they they sort of feel the flow to do like crazy um superhero type things and tim roth is the sort of uh, uh the antagonist throughout the movie and it's man it's great it's so good okay mr Wright, check it out <laughs> uh sure where might I check out this rated R hitman romantic comedy? It was on Hulu, I think, at one point, but I don't know if it still is. But it's out All there. Right. It's out there. And oh, I, here's I, the reason it's so damn good. It's written by Max Landis. Oh. Uh, wait, didn't he do... He did Chronicle. Yeah, he did Chronicle. Uh, wait, he, he produced Chronicle. He didn't write... Did he write it? He wrote it. Okay, gotcha. He's also a writer on Bright... Okay, I've heard Bright's actually good, and I have never seen it. Uh, I but love I heard, it. I heard a lot of people shitting on it when it came out, um, but then I heard people that actually watched it really liked it. I I love it. Um, there's there's some problems with it as far as like world building, but you know if you put those aside, it's great. Um, but no, uh, he the the main thing that I know Max Landis from is his rant on the death and return of Superman. Yeah, that's right. I I know he... Yeah, okay, it's on Netflix right now. Mr. Wright is on Netflix right now. Okay, it's, I'll go watch that after the three episodes I need to watch. Oh, yeah, we should we should finish up because you have three episodes to watch for Pandavision tonight, which is wild. Uh, yeah. And I still have to watch one episode, which is... And edit all of this podcast we just recorded yeah. for two and, and a half hours. Still um, haven't eaten dinner. Oh, goodness. Okay, well, we're going to be done for now. Thank you guys for hanging out with us. Uh, we'll be back really soon with uh, with more. Uh, we're going to be recording our Eternals, finishing up the Eternals read of the comics this week sometime. Yeah. Uh, so sometime this week we're going to record that and post it to our Patreon, uh, our patrons. So if you if you have uh, been considering being a member of the Patreon, please join. Uh, and there's we just recently covered the House of M storyline in relation to how it would be how it would relate to WandaVision. And then we are now covering uh, Eternals since they're getting ready to make that movie, Neil Gaiman's Eternals run. Um, so yeah, just doing some comic-y things over there since it's kind of like a spinoff of what we do here. Yeah, a little extra for you. A little extra for the patrons. So if, you, if you're interested in that, please check it out. Uh, and uh, yeah, we appreciate you. Uh, and let's see. That's all, folks. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I, we have we have something else to record after this and i thought we were gonna do it now but it's after we say goodbye to the people that we have to record the other thing and yep. so i i got confused yep. i understand i love you all peace until next time true believers <laughs> 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 <laughs>